Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm so thrilled to have another personal holistic chef speak on the show who has created her own successful business. She has a whole team behind her and she is serving the greater Vancouver area. Her name is Monica Nelson and her business is Right Ease Nutrition. Right Ease means roots in Spanish and so she's actually from Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. She's half Mexican, half Canadian and she has built this really amazing, super powerful company with great core values. She talks about it all in the show, um, but Monica Nelson is freaking awesome. She went to the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, graduated with honors, and for uh, many years, she has dedicated herself to cooking, working at a number of restaurants and retreats and private homes, perfecting her craft in the kitchen. She believes that every person and their nutritional needs are unique, and she strives to support each of her clients in their individuality to help them thrive in their day-to-day lives. We chat her business strategy, how she got to where she is today. We chat how she likes to show up for her team and the best possible, the best advice for when you are running a team in a business. She gives gives us some great takeaways, so I think you're really going to love it. And that being said, let's get into it. Welcome to Newly Nutrition. I'm your host, Emily Johnson, certified nutritional practitioner and founder of Woo Girl Wellness, a space for women to heal, increase energy levels, and live their most vibrant lives. I'm so excited to bring you weekly episodes on trending health topics, interviews with health and wellness professionals, and inspiration to glow up your life. You ready? Let's go. A lot of times when you go to nutrition school, you kind of think like the only route is to go the one-on-one client coaching route, but it's so exciting to see all these amazing meal prep services and private chef services popping up all around. They're so impactful for so many reasons. So I'm just super excited to, to have you on the show, Monica. And, um, yeah, like tell us all about your journey and how you got to where you are. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Monica Nelson, and my company is Rice Holistic Nutrition. Um, how did I get here? Um, I my previous career is, was in public relations, and um, I guess I was looking for career change uh, back in like 2015, 2016. Um, I went back to Mexico. Um, I'm born and raised in Mexico. Um, I'm half Mexican, half Canadian, um, so both of my roots are in Mexico and Canada. Um, so when I came to Canada originally, it was to explore this other side of my heritage. Um, and I feel like this, these two sides are like very important for me to bring up, specifically because raíz um, actually means root in Spanish. And what I really think, like what Rice holistic nutrition is is going back to our roots and connecting with where we come from, uh, connecting with the original source of where the food comes from, preparing foods from their original source without using preservatives, without without um, really altering um, the raw form too much. Um, I mean, just enough to make it like really delicious, but mm-hmm. we don't really put like too many. Um, we don't need to put additives, preservatives, um, into our food. Um, yes. and I really, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like where 
our company name comes from, where our values come from, and um, I really do take from like those two sides of my heritage. Um, yeah, so I was uh, looking for a career change, and um, kind of like not in the best place in my life, and then I ended up coming back to Vancouver. Vancouver has always been like a really um, strong place for healing for me. So within my healing journey, you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I just took a sip of water. Yes, we can touch on that later. But I'm I'm super interested in your story, so keep going. Um, yeah, so I've always found Vancouver to be. I keep on returning to Vancouver um, for healing, basically. And in this like uh, part of my healing journey, I was connecting with a dear friend of mine um, on the beach. I was actually living with her at the time. Um, and uh, she was transitioning into being vegan, uh, and as a favor for me to be able to like stay in her space, I, I was just kind of like um, getting back into uh, cooking for myself, and I just um, was really interested in, in starting to cook vegan food for her and like testing different recipes, and I really like felt um, like a connection to the food and a fire in me to create um, through food. Um, so, uh, one day we were just at the, at the beach on English Bay and she's a counselor and we like connected around this vision to have like our own retreat space where she would host, um, uh, workshops and I would cook food for them. Um, and then from this vision, I was like, okay, like what are the next steps for me to get there? Um, so I decided to go to school for holistic nutrition and at the same time, and this is kind of like something that I wrote down as, um, uh, tips for, um, uh, beginning, like nutritionists beginning their journey and specifically just before even going to school, um, get involved as much as possible in, uh, all the different areas of holistic nutrition, um, because then and there is when you'll actually be able to see what direction you want to go in. So um, before I even um, got into school, I yeah, um, before I even got into school, I was kind of like waiting for the winter semester to start. Um, I applied at a bunch of uh, raw vegan restaurants just to see if they would take me. And I was like, I want to learn how to cook professionally, but I don't want to go to culinary school. I, I want to be paid to learn. <laughs> Love that. Um, so that's kind of like how I did it. Um, I just um, got into the kitchen. I worked at this um, raw vegan restaurant in Yale Town called Ben Lounge. Um, they were there like a while, a long time ago, actually, like probably like five years ago. Okay. And um, but but the menu there was created by um, Karen from. From Blue Heron so um so that's kind of like so I learned her menu learned how to make all the vegan cheeses I was actually so into vegan cheeses and and everything that you can make with cashews um from like working from working there um and and yeah slowly I um as I was going through school and everything, I um, got more and more immersed in the industry. I also got a job at a health food store, um, Bon Vida on the drive. Um, yeah, so I like I really did get immersed in all of the things, and I took the IHN program um, from the the two year program. Um, and one of our teachers, 
um, Erin Erin uh, Kaufman. She uh, she was doing this um, business uh, wellness business incubator where she worked with a cohort and um, and she like as as a result of this uh, like you would you would come out of it with your own website and you would work on the copy together, work on the vision together, work on your branding together and everything. So I did that. Um, I did that business incubator um, in starting my second year of, um, of nutrition. Right. And I knew that I wanted to help people um, implement their meal plans from their own homes because they find that the, the most challenging part in like people talking about like their health is um, actually having the time to implement the meal plans um, that their naturopaths or nutritionists uh, put forward to them or they don't have the skills or they don't have the time. And as soon as you don't start not having the time, that's when like all of that goes out the window and you like reach for convenience, right? So you're not actually like totally being able to yeah, so that's kind of like how I envisioned uh, that I would like to help people, and um, and it was really great because that I did that program with Erin because by the time that I was done, I was already running my business. That is amazing. What year were you at IHN? Um, I graduated, I think, uh, in. I think I graduated. <laughs> I think I graduated in April of 2019. So I started in 2017 because it took me two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow! Mm-hmm. And you're already full on running your business. I'm okay. Loving the story. I love how Raiz <laughs> Nutrition is connects your heritage and your roots. That makes me. First of all, I love Mexico. Like I would live there. I love Mexico mm-hmm. so much and the culture. I'm from California, and we have so much Mexican influence in that state. Like I grew up just yeah I love Mexican culture so that's so cool and okay so I also love how you instead of like going to culinary arts like that can be super daunting and tedious and can take forever probably super expensive I really like how you decided to learn from experience versus just like paying to be educated it's like you're getting paid to be educated which is so smart of you like super savvy love that And yeah, okay, so that girl Erin sounds super awesome. She's still in business. Like, can we get her on the podcast? She sounds like a great person to connect with. Okay, so then Um, what? Erin, actually, Erin, actually, uh, she is a somatic therapist. And I don't think she's doing these um, incubators anymore. But um, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. That's so awesome. I feel like you really took advantage of all the opportunities around you and you literally just like went for it. That is exactly what you need to do, right? Just like immerse yourself. I love that. Yeah. Um, So have you, okay, so have you always been into cooking or was it just like a passion that you had? And also, were you afraid, like, I don't have the experience to cook for people? Like, did you have these thoughts going into your business or were you super confident? Um, well, I, I definitely worked at a few different places um, before um, different cafes. And I also worked at the Juicery Co. on Main Street when they were around. Um 
And yeah, I was definitely like always looking for like a little bit of like mentorship in in the kitchen. Um, and it, it came to me in like different in different ways. Um, I was also quite fortunate. Um, I was in a relationship with uh, a man who was a chef. Um, so he also really supported me uh, through my journey um, at the be- at the very beginning. And he taught me a lot. And we also cooked together a lot. And, um, and yeah, I learned a lot from him as well. Um, so I, I, I don't know if I, I, I can say that I was like afraid of being in the kitchen or, or anything, but um, but yeah, I definitely like it. It takes time to learn and grow, and like you just build on your skills and you learn from your mistakes as well. Um, so yeah, sometimes like you get like not so great feedback, and then like you implement it and uh, and you move forward from that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it, it's definitely been like such a learning journey and uh, learning experience for sure. That's amazing. Okay, so talk about Raise Nutrition and your business. So do you cater to specifically like families or individuals or like do you do events? Like what's kind of your niche? Um, we definitely, um, we cater to individuals, couples, uh, families, um, the whole range. Um, so busy professionals. Um, yeah, there, I have like a lot of entrepreneurs we've um been cooking for a lot of people in the film industry because uh sometimes uh the um crafty services uh in the film industry um and then yeah we also cooked for a lot of families we used to be in home and obviously through um through covid um we had to do everything remotely um i'm very lucky that um because i used to do events because we did events <laughs> prior to uh, the pandemic, um, the I guess it was uh, the Christmas season of 2019 was really really busy for me with platters, um, and I basically I needed a space, so I rented a commissary, um, and I already had a foot in um, when the pandemic hit in in the commissary. Uh, space in the commissary world I already um rented an hourly station there so I was really quickly able to pivot to bring all of my clients um in-house to the commissary and just be able to deliver to them so we actually really never stopped working because we were deemed an essential service um and then I actually ended up uh launching an entire different service um because what we do is completely customized to people's needs um specifically to like their dietary restrictions there's a lot of people doing um like elimination diets just because they're trying to like figure out what's going on with their with their gut health um gaps diets fodmaps diets um and then there's people who just want uh in general like healthy food so um so i ended up launching this other service at the beginning of covid that um generally did um it would all all be gluten-free, dairy-free, and then you would be able to make it vegan or plant-based, or sorry, plant-based or, or animal protein-based. And um, so I launched that at the beginning of COVID as well. But um, with because I was also managing the client side and that, I burnt myself out within the first six weeks of COVID while everybody was like getting paid to stay at home. I was like still going, 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 and I burnt myself out. So that's one of my tips 
or uh, entrepreneurs, don't burn yourself out. Take care of yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But you probably had to go through that experience to learn that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, completely. It was, it was, uh, yeah, definitely a, a lesson to learn. And also, uh, I like after when I decided to um, stop that side of the service that I had been developing, um, I also went through another like period of like deep healing <laughs> um, as a result of that. Not only because I was like healing uh, from stuff in my personal life, but also just like I had burnt myself out. So I was definitely like my adrenals were shot (laughs) right I could see that but like sometimes when you're so motivated and you're doing so well in your business it's like let's you know you get these ideas and you're like yeah for sure I can take this on but you know sometimes it's a matter of like what your bandwidth is like can you take this on is this something that I actually want to do but I like love that you're fueled by your passion and your your motivation. It's like super cool to see. Um, and yeah, like good for you for like pivoting, being in control during COVID. I know it was a really tough time for a lot of like meal prep companies and yeah, it's great to see that you're, you're thriving and you're doing well. Yeah. Are you, how do you build your client base for anyone listening and they want to get into the private chef world what's like some things that you can do to start building your base? Like, is it more word of mouth or is it like, are you building an email list? How do you make sure that you're consistently seeing revenue? Um, That's a good question. At the beginning, it was really word of mouth. Um, So a lot of networking, a lot of word of mouth. Um, And then honestly, one of the best things that I've done for my business is invest in SEO search engine operation or whatever <laughs> search engine optimization yeah yes um so honestly like most of my leads just come from google people search me and like it's just about like really like the keywords that they search that i come up at the top and um and they find find us and um and yeah like i um yeah so that that was like one of the best things that I invested in and that I get most of my clients through now like I don't really like that there was a period where I wasn't really like posting much on Instagram or anything and I honestly I don't even have an email list I like I'm like slowly building it but I I haven't done a lot of work around like building an email list or anything and know that's like something that is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just kind of like chose to invest my resources um, differently and it's really paid off. Um, yeah. There was a period of time where I wasn't like really posting much on Instagram either um, or on social media to promote myself. Um, and I finally hired a social media coordinator, which makes me very happy <laughs> because that's kind of like an area that I know that now is being taken care of. And um, there's a content of value being put out there um, as well as kind of like a little bit of um, self-promotion. So, yeah. Okay. Let's really dive into SEO because I think that's something that we don't really think about as nutritionists to use, but you said it was the best investment you've made in your business. So let's dive into that deeper. Who did you contact? Did you do it on your own? Like, did you hire someone or did you do a course? Like, how did you know to do that? And also how did you go about 
finding someone and making sure it was like a good fit and all of the things? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so one, one of my advice for one of my pieces of advice for nutritionists is that, um, to hire out, uh, people for things that you don't have the skills for, um, because they're going to do a much better job at it and they're going to do it at the fraction of the time. So your time is valuable. So if you don't have the skills for something, honestly, just, it, it's great if you want to learn it, but it's also like, probably your time is better spent elsewhere where you're, where you have your skill set. Um, so my advice is just to hire out. Um, so I found, um, a person, um, through a networking group, actually, um, his name is Kevin from, uh, Vancouver, I think it's Vancouver websites. And, um, he did a great job. He, you, he just basically like tweaked the backend and the keywords, um, in my website um and just like optimized it and um it did a great job and honestly like i know that i could be doing way more to keep um to keep the seo up um one of the things that they say is that um we should be creating a lot of blog content that include the keywords um that are doing very well in our seo but even I haven't like really been doing uh, too much of that, but I just think that the keywords that he put in like were really like what people search for when they're looking for a little bit more customization in a meal prep service and just like a uh, something healthy. Mm-hmm. So like, can you give us an example of keywords that he used? I mean, yeah. Um, it was kind of like um, think. Vancouver personal chefs, Vancouver meal prep, um, Vancouver holistic nutrition, like uh, holistic, holistic chef Vancouver and stuff like that. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. That makes total sense. Yeah. And um, a friend actually taught me um, that I can't remember exactly how to do this anymore, but I think you just, um, you, I think there's um, a platform on Google maybe it's like Google search engine optimization or whatever. Um, but you can, you can actually check, um, what words are searched more often and that's how you choose your keywords. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I have something like that on my drive or my, my internet thing. (laughs) I am, I am not a tech person, but yeah, like it's funny as you know, building your own business, like you have to learn some things and, SEO is something that I'm definitely interested in, but I, I feel like, yeah, like having a professional just kind of do it, it's, especially if you build your own website. Did you build your own website? No, no. Uh, that's That was part of the um, the business incubator that I was talking about. Oh, right. Um, so we got the copy together, um, which honestly, I think that now uh, three, three years into it, um, I, I feel like the copy on my website is atrocious, but like I, I created it. Um, I definitely feel like it needs a refresh. Um, but, um, but yeah, like or, originally I did not do it with SEO in mind. So, um, so that's why I needed to hire Kevin to, um, to work on it on the back end. And, um, yeah, so no, um, I did not build uh, my website on my own. That's kind of like something that came out of the wellness business incubator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, 
that's so cool that you had the opportunity to like get all of that out of the way on your own or with someone and like have that support from the get-go because it's like you know how do you know what you're putting on your website like is this is this gonna convert is this good you know it's really nice to know that you had that kind of like security going into your business like that's super smart of you yeah yeah honestly it was great I'm really glad I took that leap um there was another there was another girl um in the first year um of my of my schooling who did the wellness business incubator while she was doing the full-time program and by the time she was done with the full-time she had her website up so I was like I need that <laughs> so yeah. that's how like, I decided to like jump jump on the opportunity when I when I heard about it yeah, that's really smart of you to like to be brave enough at the very beginning phases of your business journey to invest. A lot of people feel like they need to, you know, it, obviously investing in your business, you need to have like income. And sometimes if you're just starting a business, it's like maybe the income isn't there to invest. So it's kind of like a, you know, do I invest before I'm ready or do I invest, you know, like when I have the the means to. So it's always kind of that, you know, catch 22 if you will of when is the correct time to invest in your business and also what is like the correct investments to be made in your business you know like there's so many things you could be doing yeah totally yeah and definitely when when cash is short it can be a a challenge to hire out and and um actually really get the experts to 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 do the things for you um, because like those things are expensive and you're paying an expert because, uh, they know what they're doing and, um, and they're going to do it at a fraction of your time. So that's kind of like where, what you're paying for really. Um, but at the same time, um, a lot of people have payment plans. So that's kind of like another piece of advice, like ask for a payment plan. Like maybe, um, yeah, like you pay. I don't know, there's people who do like monthly like, invoices kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, monthly payments or like a third a third at the beginning, um, a third at the middle and a third at the end or something like that. Um or like yeah. and then and then two other payments afterwards or something like that. Um so yeah, I mean like uh some people are willing willing to do that to work with you. Um and to like help manage costs. Um, also there, there's like a few really good organizations. Uh, the first of one being, uh, Futurepreneur. Um, I got a loan from Futurepreneur and honestly, like they were so, so, so supportive. Um, I, I did my applications with, um, with Nikki, one of, um, their, um, account managers and, uh, she was so, so supportive. She like really like walk me through my financial like business financial plan and we just like really like went went through uh our business plan together my business plan together and everything um so i would be able to get the funding and then they match you with a mentor as well um so um finding finding mentorship um accessing like some kind of funding if you are um like starting out um is um is also like can really help you out yeah, that's a really good point. What was the name of that company? Um, it's an organization. It's called uh, Futurepreneur. And is it based in Canada? It's it's uh yeah, it's based in Canada. There's uh Vancouver, Toronto, and yeah. 
That is amazing. I'm so happy you brought that up for our community because I think that that we need more support like that, you know, like, and that's so cool. They set you up with a mentor, especially in the beginning phases of your business. It's like, what am I doing? What's happening? You know, like, so it's really nice to to hear that those kinds of things exist. So good for you for being super resourceful and, and, and doing that. Like clearly you had a vision and you had the confidence. You're like, I know this is going to work out. Like this is, there's no doubt about this business for me. So it's super inspiring, Monica, that you, you went for it and it's all working out so well. And now you're here on the podcast sharing about all of your experiences. It's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I am like a pretty, a pretty ambitious person. I like, I have like a really entrepreneurial spirit and, um, and yeah, like I do have a big vision for the next three to five years as well. So, um, so yeah, there's, I feel like there's a lot of great things coming. And what are those big things that are coming? Can you give us a little insight? Um, yeah, so I'm definitely, um, so what I mentioned uh, that I, the service that I started during COVID, um, and now that I um, have, I have a full team now. Um, so I'm not doing much of the cooking anymore. I'm mostly managing and growing the business. Um, so, so now that I have a full team doing the cooking and creating menus for or their specific clients and everything, um, my goal is to now, um, restart this, uh, standardized, um, standardized meal prep program because, um, I do like, there are a lot of people who still come to me who, um, who just want general healthy meals. Um, so I feel that I can, we can definitely reach a lot more people um by um standardizing uh our some of our menu items and um and being able to um create the meals in bulk to um to feed more people basically um so one of the things that we are looking to do so the meals will be um again um gluten-free and dairy-free uh and then you'll have um, the choice to make them uh, plant-based or to have animal protein in them and then um, and I think that because um, we'll be able there, there will be no modifications um, but um, we and they will still all be organic um, but we might be able to like bring the price down a little bit from our original service because um, it's not going to be as um, customizable and um, and because we're able to um, produce more. That's yeah. so smart. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and eventually um, I have a lot of uh, friends and networks uh, in Mexico. So once that's set up, um, my my goal is to have a rice division in Mexico. <gasps> that is seriously so awesome. What part of Mexico are you from? I'm from Puerto Vallarta. Oh my god, love that! Yeah. I've never been to PV, but would love to go. I've heard great things. <laughs> yeah, and I have That's a really amazing. good. I have a really good friend in Mexico City, and uh, who has a lot of networks in Mexico City. So. Um, so yeah, I feel like there can be a lot of a lot of growth over there <laughs> too. Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah. I think any like major city there's opportunity for 
a more like health conscious approach to living. I think that's just the way the world is going. Thank goodness. And yeah, like things like your business are just, they're, they're gems. Like they're so valuable to, to people. Like that's ultimately, I always say this, like most disease and most illness can be treated with like clean food. That's all it takes is just eating clean. It doesn't take, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, like your business is so smart and it's just so impactful to, to literally everyone could benefit from this. Yeah, honestly. And, and yeah, like, um, one of, one of like the mission and the vision behind my company is to create a healthier world, um, through, um, through food. Um, because if we eat, um, if we eat food that comes again, like from the source, um, that hasn't really been altered too much, um, and doesn't have preservatives and is uh, anti-inflammatory, we can really prevent lifestyle-based chronic disease. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's kind of like one of like my big goals behind this company is to um, prevent prevent um, prevent that. Love that so much. Love that vision. It's grand. It's powerful it's valuable it's 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 enough to like keep you going to pursuing this this wonderful business that you're you're doing and I'm just so happy that you're you're on this podcast I'm sure there's a few people listening who are like "Ooh, I wonder if she's hiring so do you offer any mentorships do you offer any are you hiring right now what's your are you hiring for anything besides private chefing maybe like social media manager like what's kind of the your team look like right now um, that's a great question, actually. Um, I, so right now for the summer, um, a lot of our clients are going away on vacation. Um, so I think that we'll definitely be hiring for September. I feel like people are going to be away for the summer, but once, uh, September rolls around, I think it's going to get like really busy again. Um, and, and yeah, hopefully people are willing to have us in their homes again, in their homes again, because we're quite limited with the number of uh, clients that we can take, uh, simply because we're doing everything, um, we're doing everything, um, for delivery. So we have a limited amount of space that we can prep from and the limited amount of days because people like their meal prep at the beginning of the week. Um, so, so that's kind of tight, but that's kind of like one of the reasons why I want to do this other, um, other service because we can produce more, um, and, and reach more people, um, that way. So I will definitely be hiring people for that, for that, like probably also come September. Ooh, awesome. And yeah. then you Offering. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, the one, the one role that I'm actually really looking for right now, um, I actually just put uh, the job posting out there is for an operations manager. So I'm looking for someone who is a nutritionist, um, who would be able to um, take her client intake calls, um, and um and basically kind of like do customer service, client follow-ups, um, and just like help with the general operations of the business. Ooh, that sounds fun. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be such a great way too to get your foot in the door as, you know, immerse yourself into the private chef world, like you said earlier in this episode and really just gain knowledge and experience. That's awesome. I'll put that mm-hmm. in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. And 
please ask them to email me for the job description if they're interested. <laughs> for sure, definitely. Do you prefer cooking in home or in your own kitchen, like or in your your workspace? Um, honestly, I think I like cooking in home more. Yeah, yeah. because like when we're in clients' home, like we we cook for clients who have very nice kitchen. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, cooking from a commercial space can be a little bit challenging because um, there's, like, so many other companies um, um, working from the same space, and we don't have, like, the stove right beside us, um, and it's it's a large space, so we were, like, like, it's a walk to get to the oven, it's a walk to get to the stove, it's a walk to get into the, to the fridge, um, so I find that, like, we... Um, we lose quite a bit of time um, when um, uh, cooking from the commissary versus cooking um, in home. Um, so I'm like really looking forward to the day that we can start going back into people's homes. But I also don't know like what percentage of people will want us um, back in their homes. So we'll see how that goes. I don't I don't think we're going to fully go back in home. Um, but yeah, we'll see how things well after this is all over I feel like people will want to be in why would you not I mean that's just so convenient like you can use their own Tupperware you can use all their ingredients it's like I don't know that's kind of awesome also to have like a private chef come in your home and cook for you like that's so premium and luxury like yes I would want that (laughs) it is it is well we actually still package everything in the client's own containers uh we okay we put a huge huge value on being as zero waste as possible and we pump out over uh, like 200 and 300 meals a week um so if we were doing that in in compostable or in plastic containers that would be still so much waste um so we do everything in the clients and containers love that you have it Mm -hmm. all figured out no, not all, not all. <laughs> and it's definitely been a journey to get here. So yeah, it's definitely been a lot of trial and error. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some of the challenges or any like mistakes you've made along the way or lessons you've learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of one of the biggest lessons is just like not burning myself out, um, hiring out, um yeah not not taking too much on I honestly like I am such I'm a Taurus I'm a I'm a workhorse but and I can I I am able to take a lot on but ultimately I think eventually it 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 takes a toll on my health 100 percent um so so yeah like I've just like really learned to um and that's kind of like how how I've grown um grown my team as well it's just like okay I cannot be the one managing the team sorry managing the business and doing all the cooking because otherwise if I'm cooking four days four or five days a week um that means that none of the business stuff is getting done so that's kind of like how um I've kind of like moved more into um a business management business development role within our company and um and not just um hired uh, nutritionists and chefs to do the cooking and to work one-on-one with the clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really great. As you scale, you realize like my time yeah, is valuable and 
these things need to be getting done in addition to like serving our clients. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, there's just not enough hours in the day. Um, and then, yeah, what other, what other lessons? I mean, um, COVID has had like so many lessons, um, during, during this time, like we've pivoted so many times as well, um, in how we, how we've done things. And it's been like, it had been a lot of, um, trial and error, but, um, we kind of like changed the way how we do things. So we, um, started, uh, during COVID since we were like cooking from, um, the, um, from the kitchen, um, we were cooking for everyone in bulk and then just making the uh, customizations for everybody's um, everybody's preferences. Um, but that also like became like very, very tedious and like mistakes would be made and stuff like that. Um, and you, you would have to do things all over again. Um, so, and it kind of like became like pretty overwhelming. So I went back to the system where, um, where each chef worked with each uh client one-on-one -on -one. um and and it's just like really nice when we do that because uh, each chef gets to develop a relationship with the client um which i think is very very important um yeah because otherwise um things get lost in translation if uh if the chefs are not like really in tune with the client's needs and wants um so so yeah i just like i thought that that was like a really important part of um of the service from when it originally started so we've shifted back to that system and it's uh been working really well nice so you've definitely learned from from just like doing you know like I feel like you definitely have that go for it mentality instead of just like waiting around and waiting for the right moment it's like you definitely just execute and then you pivot which I think is such a great way to to learn and to run a business yeah yeah so what are some resources that have helped you along the way, whether that's like a podcast or maybe like looking up to another business or inspiration? Like what are some kind of things that have helped guide you and keep you motivated? Yeah. Um, so I mentioned uh, Futurepreneur, Small Business, B um, Small Business BC is also a great resource for when you're starting your own business. Um, I went through a program at um, Radius. Um, SFU um, that um, was kind of like for it was called the um, trampoline program um, so you kind of like get to test your business ideas and I actually tested a different business idea but um, the same model like really I, I was still um, able to apply it to raise um, Mentorship, mentorship has been huge, and for a really long time, um, it took me, um, it took me a while to like get connected with the right people for mentorship. But right now, I'm working with um a business advisor who is just absolutely amazing. She has so much, uh, and 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 mentorship, uh, with people who have been in the food industry is so important because you're able to learn from them. They're able to um, like really um, look at your business and be, and, and kind of like you learn from their, <laughs> you learn from their mistakes and they kind of like give you guidance. And like that has been like super helpful within, and it's just been in this last year that I connected with someone who's really, really amazing. 
um, who has had her own food business and has like really high standards and um, and it's been so great to have um, their support. Um, also connecting with other, uh, for specifically for meal prep, connecting with other meal prep preppers is also um, huge. Like I've um, had multiple calls with um, Erica to just kind of like bounce ideas off of um, her and um and that's been like super super helpful um also yeah th those are those are kind of like some of the some of the resources that i have definitely um used um to grow my business and to just basically um have like some extra support because also being an entrepreneur can be a lonely journey um and i'm running this business on my own right so i'm like i take a lot of responsibility and especially now that i have um seven different contractors it's um it's as well a lot of responsibility right so um so yeah it um so having having that additional support is really really important mm -hmm. how did you find your mentor that you're working with right now um through conversation with a friend of mine she ended up suggesting like oh this person um may be a really good person for you to talk to and honestly i asked uh so it was a friend of a friend of hers who um who had the connection and like I would ask for the connection I would ask for the connection and it wouldn't happen it wouldn't happen I guess like her friend was just like not really come it was like a friend of a friend so her friend wasn't really coming through um so then I just like started asking her around like who knows this person because <laughs> I really like I want to have a chat with them um and finally it ended uh someone that I worked with um at Radius one of the program um, um, managers, um, knew her. So he connected us and honestly, it's just been like pure magic. Nice. Good for you for not taking no for an answer and for being persistent and going after again, what you want, girl. I feeling oh. like you have a lot of good drive in you. You good energy. Like you're, <laughs> you're doing amazing. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Amazing. So how does it compare working from PR? Like you worked in PR for four years, probably working under someone else. I would, or were you an entrepreneur then? Um, I worked for a few different PR companies, like boutique public relations firms. Um, but then I actually started freelancing because I did want to do it for myself. Um, so I did, I did the freelance thing for quite a bit, uh, for maybe, I don't know, for maybe like a year and a half or so and um and then I like I've always known that I wanted to do something that created impact in the world uh and that helped people uh in one way or another so I was like really interested in telling in in PR like working with companies that were doing good in the world um and then when I was starting to do like my own thing uh in PR it was like harder to find companies um that kind of like had those same values to work with and I basically like because I was freelancing and obviously had to pay the bills like I just um took any client that would come to the door um so yeah that wasn't like uh just like doing PR for just like a product wasn't super fulfilling for me um so I just kind of like 
was looking for a new direction. So I was actually going to go do my master's in international development in Germany. Um, that was kind of like, I'm like, I want to help people. Um, maybe I'll go do this. And then for one reason or another, it, it didn't end up happening. And I uh, landed back in Vancouver and found uh, nutrition as a path for me. And honestly, it's just it was just meant to be. Yes, I so believe that too. Like everything that we went through in your life has led you to to this this business journey and you obviously have a very clear vision and some really great, you know, strong values against your your brand. So that's so awesome. I'm super excited to see where your journey takes you with Rise Nutrition and seeing how it unfolds and flourish. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely keep an eye out cuz in the next year year or so we'll be like rolling out some pretty pretty cool stuff for sure we will definitely put all of the information in the show notes if you're interested in joining the team for rice nutrition and what about like a mentorship what if someone just wants to learn under another private chef or something do you offer that um well that's kind of like kind of like what our contractors do like um they definitely um like they they learn from other chefs um and and myself um through training and then um so yeah like uh also like when you're starting a meal prep uh, a meal prep business you might want to to work as a contractor for another meal prep company um mm-hmm. to supplement your income um so so like i i know that like not everybody is meant to be working for someone for ever. Like we want to do our own thing. Um, but in the meantime, while you supplement your income and whatnot, like you can, you can take a few, a few contract, a few contracts with, um, with um, people in the meal prep industry who have um, solid um, clients coming through the door all the time. Um so, so that's kind of like what we would provide. Um, I have been thinking about like doing like some um, for uh, mentorship, um, uh, si- signing up for like maybe like the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs, like Futurepreneur or something like that for for being a mentor myself. Um, so, so yeah, I mean like it, and I'm always open to like little little informational interviews and chats and stuff like that. So if anybody ever has um, like questions on how to get started and stuff like that, I'm super open to that. Ooh, love that. Yes, I feel like you're super approachable and anyone listening, if you're interested in joining or just like having a chat with Monica, super friendly, as you can see. So mm-hmm. definitely reach out to her. Where can everyone find you? Um, we are on Instagram um, at Raiz Holistic Nutrition. Um, maybe at email. Um, usually bopping around Vancouver and Squamish and, <laughs> and whatnot. So <laughs> I'm <up> around. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Okay. Two final questions for you. And then I'm going to let you go. What is your best productivity hack? Best productivity hack. Um, honestly, doing work outside of business hours. 
like basically like at the beginning of the day or even um like working between like six to eight sometimes can be like my most productive hours because there's no one like um emailing me or like wanting to have calls or things like that um so I find um those those hours to be like the most productive for me but obviously in the summer I'm not working past I'm not working past five um but um but yeah, um, also so, something that my um, business uh, consultant mentor um, has shared with me is my power hour. So to like block my calendar from um, like nine to 10 or 10 to 11 and just like get my top three priorities done at that time and like make it my power hour. So like not having my phone beside me, not taking any calls beside me, not answering emails during that time and just get the work done in that power hour. Um, I have, I I have, yeah, I have been training um, for a bit. Um, so it's been hard to like implement that. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm kind of like want to ease into that a little bit more because um, I do really believe that that is like a great productivity hack. Yeah, I agree. I definitely set that timer, put your phone away and just like get and sometimes like you end up working longer than the hour because you're just like super in the zone and you're focused and you're in the flow. And yeah, I love that strategy. Yeah. Another productivity hack, meal prep. Yes. (laughs) True. (laughs) Ready for you. (laughs) Yes. yeah, I'm so grateful that I, like, own this service, and, um, yeah, just, like, having meals prepared for myself, because, like, I'm also a busy entrepreneur, like, I don't have time to cook for myself all the time, so yeah. having meals on hand is, like, really, really helpful, <laughs> so you can stay fueled throughout the day and do your best work. Exactly, stay energized, yeah, I, I agree, I would say meal prep is a super good productivity hack, good point. What are, okay, so what's your favorite dish or your signature dish that you would bring to a dinner party? Mm-hmm. I would say chicken tinga. <laughs> tinga Ooh, tacos. Yum. Uh, it's, um, I have I have some friends also who like have asked me for the recipe and now it's like their go-to um, thing to take to a dinner party. But honestly, like I just like love making like so many different kinds of food. Um, like cashew. Um, so like a uh, I got like really good feedback from my friends from our um, cauliflower cashew uh, carbonara sauce. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I really want to get back into doing pop-ups because, like, I feel like I really want to, like, do plated dinners again. <laughs> um, I'm really, like, I want to do, like, some um, stuffed zucchini rolls with, like, almond ricotta. Um, I love, 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 I've always made these for dinners, uh, stuffed stuffed zucchini flowers with almond ricotta that have, um, those are that really, really That sounds amazing. Uh, I have some zucchini flowers growing growing in my garden right now, actually. Um, oh, so fancy! Yeah, um, that's well, it's just from a zucchini plant, right? <laughs> but they're so that, pretty. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. can I come over for dinner? <laughs> yeah. 
You may. <laughs> no, I'll um, I'll definitely let you know when we do our next pop up. Maybe we can do one. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think like things are things are starting to get back to normal. So I think that a pop up in the future is definitely something you could start thinking about. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Amazing. I had so much fun, Monica, getting to know you and your story. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you have any last words you would like to share with the audience? Um, just follow your passions. I feel like Love that's uh, been like my guiding force. And, um, and yeah, follow your passion and your drive. And don't bring yourself out. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And love that all. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Send me a DM or share this episode with your community and tag me at Wugor Wellness on the gram. Leave a review and spread the support for like-minded entrepreneurs. And don't miss out on exclusive community events and extra business resources in the new nutrition newsletter which you can sign up through the show notes i appreciate your support more than you know till next time friends